welcome today to the Clowers' home right here in Louisville, Texas. What a joy it is to share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ. One part of me is very sad that uh, we can't assemble together in our churches. <clears throat> and it's unfortunate today that hundreds and thousands of mega churches are empty today. But one thing we have, we have the internet to come to you and minister the Word of God. And so I'm grateful for you that are tuning in and watching us today. But we're right here in our home in Louisville. Here is my lovely, beautiful wife of 58 years. We had an anniversary this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Tuesday. 58 years. And uh, we celebrated by staying home. <laughs> and At uh, least we were together. We were together. And, and you cooked. I don't remember what you cooked Tuesday. I don't Tuesday, even remember. But, <laughs> the days uh, kind of run together Well, now. they do, don't they? <laughs> they do. It's like you have to stop and think, well, what day is it? Because this is so abnormal to our schedule. I know. The other day, David thought it was, uh, he, he thought it was, uh, Wednesday and it was Thursday yeah. because you know time just gets away when you're not going by your schedule and then we have TJ and and Sally again with us this week Sally's here with us and TJ I think it was the buffalo sliders buffalo sliders I think so the buffalo chicken sliders oh, oh that's what well, we wasn't had. they good yes yeah. I think you've had that several times yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sally what you that. doing he is just having himself a time he doesn't know anything any different he just does his routine he just gets fed and and then goes outside and takes his little walks and then we got Jordan and um, uh, Jordan is is uh, yeah well she's doing her homework from school you know she's huh no (laughs) wait you hate it you hate it well I'd rather be at school you'd rather be at school that's one thing about Jordan she had perfect attendance She had perfect attendance uh, before all of this started, but she's having to do work at home on the computer and an iPad that the school has given her. And uh, sometimes we have to prod her a little bit, and David does. And, of course, David's not in the shot. Um, They're staying with us right now. Um, David's not in the shot here with us right now because of uh, he's behind the camera. And... uh, uh, right now, he's our producer, our director, our filmer, our editor. He's our, our everything right now. He's kind of jack of all trades. Well, I know. Boy. Anyway, uh, I just got a phone call just before we went on the air from Joyce Meyer, and she said, I was just thinking about you. I was just calling to see how you guys were doing. And I said, well, we're staying home like everybody else. I said, most of the time. We got to go out and shop a little bit for groceries mm-hmm. and and do things like that. And I go out and get our necessities, and then I'm right back home. I'm not out prowling around. I'm doing what we're supposed to do and stay at home. Well, well, you know it's a strange time, Sharon. It's, well, it is. You know. I've I've never ever witnessed anything like this, and it's it's really a sad thing uh, for the uh, medical profession. The, you know the first responders and then also the grocery workers yeah you know they're putting their lives at risk so that we can get groceries well I was thinking about that and and later I'm going to pray for them you know the people at the grocery stores Mm -hmm. Walmart Target 
you know, the doctors and nurses, oh, yeah. the, the nurses, it's really something for the doctors and nurses, and then our truck drivers, oh, the yeah. one that's delivering the food. And, you know, our world is, in the last uh, few days, has just changed so much. It and I know it's, a, well, it's affected people's life. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. and who, uh, I, I told Joyce a few minutes ago, Joyce Meyer a few minutes ago when she called, I said, who would have ever dreamed yeah. in our lifetime that we would see. Do you ever think about seeing anything like this, TJ? No. I have a nightmare that's close to this. Huh? I've had a nightmare that's scary. What'd she say? She said she had a nightmare that was close to this. She had a nightmare that was close to this. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> to some people, it is a nightmare. Well, it, it really is. If we didn't have the joy of the Lord. That's right. If we didn't have the joy of the Lord and the peace of God, and people that don't have the joy of joy of the Lord, uh, I don't know, you know, and I saw a thing on the news today, um, this morning early, that alcohol sales is up 280-something percent. Well, also, there's a, 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 I think it was like 48 or 49 percent of people are already going into a depression wow. because of this. Going into depression because of this. Because they're afraid they're going to get sick or ill, and then just the confinement alone is is hard for a lot of people. Well, it's got to be, you know, it's it's got to be um, hard to, for people that so, uh, you know, busy people or busy. hyper people to stay put. And, and, and Jordan is one of those that's uh, uh, <laughs> hyper and it's hard for her to stay put. But again, we, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, we just wanted to spend a little family time here with you before I minister to you. We just want wanted all of you know that we're in the same boat as you. Yeah, we're we're confined and we're trying to come up with different things to to keep busy. Jordan and I uh, during the day, you know, we said last week David's remodeling his house, and so that's why they're staying here with us. They started that before we had the confinement and so we do little projects she's she made herself a little video yesterday on youtube of uh, a, a project that she's doing out of toilet paper holders and toilet she, paper yeah uh, yes we even had some the roll that comes on the inside yeah, like she made her uh mm. two little characters and there's things to do but what i'm grateful most though is that we are together as a family we haven't been this close in a long time you know david has his own home and jordan and solly they have their own home uh, David works for us. We see him at work, but we haven't been this close together in a long time, and it's it's actually been a good thing uh, that we are together. It is. And it is. those of you that are home that can't be with your family members, our heart goes out to you that you can't be with your family members. And I know uh, I got a call from my daughter yesterday, and she said, "I miss seeing you so much." because she usually sees us four times a week because she works in our office. And she said, I just miss you so much. And she's 30 minutes away, but she can't come over. Uh, And so it's hard. So you see, we are experiencing what you're experiencing. And, And it is a difficult time. But you know what? 
every day we can wake up and say, God, you have given us this day and we will rejoice in the day that you've given us because we are making the most of this day. Amen. And we can keep the joy of the Lord in our heart and we can't go get a haircut. I can't get my nails done just like you ladies. And so uh, things are different. Things are different for sure. But God is good. What God about you, good. TJ? How are you handling it? Uh, I like to believe I'm handling it pretty well. Um, uh, and like one thing that like I um, would I give advice to, I guess, is just like count your blessings. Like yes, it's unfortunate, um, but rather than like um, staying in like the negative, like what, um, just like keep your eyes on the positive. Like um, I have a house to stay in during this time. I have a caring family. Um, who loves me well, um, that I'm able to be with. Um, I woke up this morning, I have a bed. You know, like small things like that, um, I'm mm -hmm. just thankful for and I hold on to those things. Um, and this is definitely a time to get creative with um, how we spend time with God and just like, as disciples in general. Um, I feel like um, this is definitely like a test of faith, essentially, like rather than just giving up sure. and just giving in, um, like get creative with the ways that you can serve other people, um, like call them, check up on them, see how they're doing. Or like even if like they need something, but they can't get it, like maybe go run an errand for them or something. Get, get creative with ways to serve mm -hmm. other people during this time. Sure. I'm real close to my brother. He lives in South Florida, which is another place that's you know, pretty bad with the, the virus. And uh, I know he lives by himself, so he's really bored. <laughs> so uh, I call him and uh, this morning I FaceTimed him and so I check in on him. And it's good for you to check in on your loved ones, the ones that you know are at home. Amen. Well, we're gonna pray right now. We're all gonna pray together. And as we pray, I wanna start out praying for you, I want to pray for our doctors, our nurses, the people in the the uh, supermarkets and all of the people that serve us in any way mm -hmm. whatsoever to keep our lives as normal and, and having food. And I want to pray for people that don't have the money for food. I want to pray for our government leaders. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and let's just believe God that he's going to touch your heart and your life right now. Father, as we come together... In the mighty name of Jesus, with the people that's joining us somewhere in the world through our different apps that we're on. I pray, Lord, right now that you would touch their life. You will minister to them because some are in desperate situations. Some are okay. There is a variety of things that people are going through and having a hard time, and those that's having a hard time with depression that Sharon just mentioned. Father, just somehow let them have the right connections with the right ministries and go to the Word of God and stand on your Word and let your peace and your joy go through them so that they will not be depressed. And I pray, Lord, for our President, our Vice President for Divine Wisdom, and, and God, that you'll just help him. And, and I pray that all the ones that's around him, the doctors, the, the researchers, people that are trying to find answers, Lord, that people won't be spending their time criticizing, but they'll spend their time praying for our leaders and people around us. God, that we will just encourage them, pray for them, and believe. And we pray for the nurses, the doctors. God, help them not to get this uh, 
COVID-19. And I pray, Lord, that uh, all of the workers that I just mentioned and all of the different places, as they risk their lives, as they risk their lives to keep our world turning, I pray, God, somehow your goodness will be upon them. And be with us today as we talk and anoint me to speak your words of life these next few minutes and bring encouragement to everyone. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Well, I just want to say that <clears throat> it's, it's, it's different it's different to um, do what we're doing. And, and I know that some of the ministers and some of the people that, um, well, I guess Solly wants to stay here with me. Um, and, and that's okay, I guess, if he wants to stay here. Uh, or you can go with your uh, nanny. I want to talk to you today about encouraging yourself in the Lord. You know, we can't meet together in uh, our buildings and in our churches. But thank God for the internet that we can come together like we are today. And the reason I am here, the reason I'm doing this today, is to encourage you in the Lord, but also that you would encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, you have your Bible. You, you have probably some books that you've thought about reading, uh, Christian books, that's good positive books. It'd be a good time to read those. But, you know, one of the things that I, I think we need to realize is we can't sit and just watch the news hour after hour. Now, we don't watch the news that much. We'll look at it for some updates, but not something that we're just going to sit hour after hour. And when I do, I, I watch Fox News. I don't watch the other ones because I really don't uh, trust a lot of the news media of things that they say. So I'm encouraging you to uh, get up daily and not wait for the phone call or whatever, but encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, as I mentioned, David went through a lot of things before he became king. He was out in the the field and a lion came and the spirit of the Lord came on him and he devoured the lion and then uh, a bear came and he, he ripped the bear apart. Well, he was anointed to be king at a very young age, but that didn't put him in the kingdom just because he was anointed. He had a lot of things to go through before he ever became king. You know, one of the the things that he, he went through was in First Kings chapter 30. This story is really something that I've gone back to and looked at several times during this crisis that we're in with this virus and, and the economic situation that we're in. I've gone back to this story because it has such a good ending. Uh, it, it was sad at first because David and his men, uh, they had come home. And when they got home, they were tired, they were weary when they came back to Ziklag. And when, when they arrived, they saw that how the Amalekites had come in and destroyed everything they had. And not only did they destroy everything they had, they took their wives and children. Well, these 600 men were uh, angry, upset, disappointed, disappointed discouraged mad at David and blamed David. 
And you know, right now, we're, we don't need to be blaming anybody. What we need to be doing is praying like we've never prayed before and turning our eyes towards Jesus Christ. But David was devastated just like his men were because he lost everything that they lost. His possessions, he lost his wife and children for a, a, a period of time because they took him away. But what did David do? What did David do? The Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. Now that's what I'm asking you to do, is to encourage yourself in the Lord. Spend some time with the Lord. Just just talk to Him. Get away. Worship and praise the Lord. Magnify Him. And I, I can't imagine the pain they felt. You know, we're going through a lot of things here in the world. Not just the United States of America, but in the world. We're going through a lot of things. And uh, uh, we've never gone through anything like this. But one thing about it, we know God is going to bring us through. And see, this is, this is why I'm saying to you, encourage yourself in the Lord. David went away and he encouraged himself. And when he did, he prayed. And he inquired of the Lord. And he said, Lord, what shall I do? Shall I pursue? Shall I overtake them? What shall I do? And after prayer, the Lord told him, pursue, overtake, and recover all without fail. And that's very encouraging to me because when David went back to see, they, they were so angry, some of them wanted to stone David and it wasn't David's fault. So right now, blaming people is not going to solve any problems. The thing of it is, is relying on the Lord Jesus Christ like you have never relied on him before and put your trust in him like David did. And David came back and he, he said to his men, we're going to, Go and and as they started, you know, some of them were so tired. I think there was 200 of them, or 250 of them that was so tired, they had to stop. They couldn't go the, the the length of the way. But they found an Egyptian in the field, and when they found this Egyptian in the field, uh, David gave him water and food and helped him. And he said, "Can you tell me where where to, where this all where these people have gone that have taken our loved ones?" Well, they went there. And they destroyed them and they got back their possessions and they got back their wives and their children. So let me tell you something. If you go to the Word, if you go to the Word of God and find stories of victories, remember past victories of how God has moved for you and how God has made a way for you. Let me encourage you. Don't stop giving. Don't stop tithing. You know, that's, that's one of the things that I think we need to really be, be uh, up front is whatever you get, tithe on what you get. Don't, don't be afraid, well, this might be my last check, paycheck. Or, uh, and, you know, the government's going to send out checks to people and, and just sit and wait. Whatever you get, give God 10%. You that listen to me often have heard me tell how we were married. We, uh, March the 31st, 1962, in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And after the uh, wedding, and then we had the big reception, and then we got in our car, and we started uh, heading south, and we stopped just out of Buffalo, New York, in a little hotel room, and we knelt down beside the bed, and we prayed, God, we're going to love you first. 
we're going to love each other, and we're going to be a tither and a giver. Well, you know, just because we've had hard times, we didn't quit any of these three. We kept our commitment. We kept our covenant with each other. We kept our covenant with God. And you know, because we've, we, we've always been tithers, God's always supplied our need. We've had some rough times. Hey, I, I could tell you some rough times financially that we've been through. But you know what? No matter how rough they were, how bad they were, God brought us through. Well, God brought David and his men and his family back together. He gave them a great victory. I'm believing with you, whatever you've lost, whatever Satan has stolen from you, whatever Satan has taken away, I'm believing for restoration. I'm believing that God will help you find your way through this. You know, uh, David, you know, I don't know, but I'm sure he must have gone off and sang a song. He he must have... um, He must have done something. And in another occasion, David said in Psalms 34 and 1, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. You know, that's what we have to do is just bless the Lord at all times and let good things come out of your mouth. You know, determine. Determine right now instead of talking negatively and saying, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, you may not know what you're going to do. There's some things that I'm, I'm praying and asking God to show me what to do. But see, as you... I've heard me say before, don't say I don't know what to do, but say, God, show me what to do. Don't let anything negative stay in your thoughts and in your mouth. Make sure you're speaking words of life. Just like David, he inquired of the Lord, and when he did, and then in another place here, I just read to you where he said, I'll bless the Lord at all times and his praises will continually be in my mouth. And then he said, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. And then I want to say to you what verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And then David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. You know, Uh, God will hear you. God will deliver you. God will make a way for you. The Bible tells us also in Psalms Psalms 34, verses 15 through 19. He says, The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and His ears are open to their cry. Think about that. The eyes of the Lord are upon you right now, and His ears are are open to our prayers. So, where could we go any better? Where can we go any better than the Lord? You know, just before I went on the air, I was uh, received a phone call from Joyce Meyer. And when Joyce called me, we, we started laughing, not at what was going on. We couldn't do that. But we was just having a laugh between each other because... She said, how are you doing? I said, well, we're just like everybody else. And she, I asked her, and, and again, we laughed at 
our situation we're in that not at no one else. We weren't laughing or making fun of the virus or the pain and the hurt that everybody's going through. But we were laughing more at the devil that he is not taking us down, that we're not giving up, that we're not quitting. Sitting and crying, we know, will not help us, but believing God and standing in, in, in the gap and making up the hedge for others. And David said, The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to blot out their name from the earth. You know, this is not a time to let evil thoughts in our mouth or mind or anything, but to keep our mind focused on Jesus. And once again, let me say, encourage yourself in the Lord. It says, the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saved the crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from, from them all. Now, one of the things that I want to say to you that Christians are not exempt from problems and troubles, as you well know. You know, some people think, well, where is God? Why is God allowing all of this? You know, these are not the questions to be asking. The question is, God's the same place he's always been. God's alive. He's there to make a way where there is no way. And so what we need to be doing is not asking why. We need to be praying that this thing will get solved and dissipate and go away so we can get back to our normal lives. And as, as I give the story of David where he said, pursue, recover all. And, and the Bible says to do it without fail. Well, they, they were restored. I believe God is going to restore you in every area of your life. I do. I believe that with all of my heart. And, and another thing that you hear me say if you watch me, this may be your first time, but I, I often say don't allow, your, don't allow your present circumstances to declare what's possible. So, or don't view your future through your present through the lens of your present situation. Because this situation can change. The Bible tells us all things are possible to them that believe. God never fails you. God didn't bring this virus. God didn't bring this economic failure. God brought goodness to us. And he always will bring goodness to us. And so right now, right now, I, I want you to know that uh, this is not a time to sit and... Uh, uh, be complaining. Galatians 6, 9, and 10 in the Living Bible says, And let us not get tired of doing what is right, for after a while we'll reap a harvest of blessings if we don't get discouraged and give up. That's why whenever we can, we should always be kind to everyone, especially to Christian brothers. So this is the time right now to plant good seeds, sow good seeds, and not get tired of doing what's right. You know, I, I, I know you may be tired of staying in the house. You may be tired of the quarantine. But you got to think about it like this. Every trial, every trial has a shelf life. Sooner or later, this is going to be over. And and I, I know we're going to come out stronger and better than we were before we 
experienced all of these problems. And, and so instead of allowing discouragement and depression and fear to overtake you, go to the Word of God. Find stories in the Bible where there was victory. You know, uh, in 1 Kings, we read about these, um, we, we read about four lepers, and these four lepers were, were hungry. They had nothing to eat. And, you know, these, these lepers said to each other, why sit here till we die? Why sit here till we die? Let's get up. Let's go to the Syrians. The Syrians have plenty of food. They have everything they need. And maybe they won't kill us. Maybe they won't. They'll let us live, but if we sit here, we're going to die. So what have we got to lose? You know, get up. What have you got to lose? Get up and behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Well, those God got involved because they had the right attitude, because they had the right spirit. And as they started going towards the Syrians' camp, God supernaturally moved in the Syrians' camp and they heard chariots, and they heard horses galloping. And so this brought so much fear to the Syrians by these four lepers coming. All they were doing was walking, but God got involved in their walk. And he moved to, uh, on the Syrians to where they thought they heard chariots, and they thought they heard horses galloping, and they thought a whole army was coming against them. Well... The, the four lepers got into the city, and when they got there, they had fled. They, they, they left their horses, they left their food, they left their tents, they left everything behind. And so the four lepers had themselves a feast. I feel a feast coming on. I feel something supernatural coming on. I believe if you'll get up and encourage yourself in the Lord and not allow the devil to, to beat you up and make you uh, weary. And as I read this scripture, uh, and let us not get weary and tired of doing what's right. For after a while we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't get discouraged and give up. Why get discouraged? Why get discouraged? But just turn your eyes on Jesus and, and focus on Him. You know, I, I, I think about that song. I wish I could sing it. But I think about the song, Turn Your Eyes on Jesus. And the chorus goes like this. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Look forward in His face. And, I, and the things on earth will grow strangely dim. The light of His glory and grace. Let me read it one more time. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things off earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. See, if you look in his face today, if you look into his word today and say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I'm trusting you. Lord, I'm believing you. I know somehow we're coming through this. We're not going to be in this situation and we're not going to lose everything we have. Everything's not going to vanish but somehow, God, you're going to make a way where there is no way. I believe that with all my heart. I do. I believe this with all of my heart. If, if we'll just turn our eyes on Jesus, look into his face, God will, God will bring us through no matter what the problems may be. I, I, I just want to say to you, uh, again, I know I mentioned this several times, but I, I feel compelled in my spirit to do this. 
we're not stopping our missionary support from our church. And even though our finances has really been down, our finances has really been down uh, because we hadn't been able to meet and some people pay by check. Some have mailed it in and some have gone to online. Well, I, I want to encourage you to tithe. Whatever you get, tithe on it. My wife and me, as I said, we've always put God first. And we've tithed, whether it was little or much. And God's always supplied our need. He's always made a way where there is no way. So don't let the devil talk you out or cheat you to, to say, I can't afford to tithe right now. Well, I would say you can't afford not to tithe. So I'm encouraging you. Tithe and then send an offering. And uh, you that it's our church people or you that I'm your pastor, even though you don't come to our church and you live in another state. And I, I want to encourage you, mail your tithe or, or else go to our, our website, eoglobal.church. And, and I, I want to say too, next Sunday, we want to try and do something special, really do something different. And that is... We want to bring you face to face with myself. You know, we I, I do a lot of broadcasting and talking to people in different ways through Zoom. And so we're trying to figure it out and we believe we got it figured out where if you want us to see you, you know, some people say, I don't want you to see me. Well, you can go comb your hair and and uh, maybe um, if you're a, a female and you wear makeup, you can go put on some makeup and you don't have to. Because you're in your home. We're in our home today. Uh, but next Sunday, we want to to try and bring us all together. Uh, whether you live in Florida or in our church folks. We really want to see our church folks. I really miss you. You that are watching that's a part of our church. We really miss you. And, and anybody else can join our service if you want to. And I'll be able to see you. And you'll be able to see me. And uh, uh, some of you, I may ask you to give testimony. I may ask you to say something. But what you need to do is go to our website, elglobal.church. That's elglobal.church. Go to our website. And on our website, you'll see a place there that says, Contact us. Go to the contact. And when you go to the contact, Put your name and, and your email address in there. That's right. We have to have your email address so you can connect with us on Zoom next Sunday. I can see you and you'll be able to see me just like you are now. So if you want to be a part of this, go to our website, eoglobal.church. And where it says contact us, I know I'm repeating myself, but I want to make sure you get this because everybody does not know how to work iPads and things in their phones, but you can do it on your phone. You can do everything I'm telling you on your phone. And and when you do, put your your name and your email address there, and then you'll, we'll send you a link so that we'll, you, all you have to do is just click that. Click that link when we send you this link. And when you do, uh, Zoom will open up, and it'll say, Join Meeting. And you can join the meeting and all at once you'll pop up, and we're hoping to have the screen that I'll be looking at, that I'll be looking at. I'm hoping to have the screen 
full of people all over. Maybe some of you that's heard me talk about the Philippines, maybe some of them will come on. Maybe uh, from Moldova in Eastern Europe, maybe they will. We can get everybody together. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Even though we can't come together physically, we can come together technology with this technology, and this would be awesome. So I'm really encouraging you, I'm really encouraging you to be a part of this. I miss you, even though I get to talk to you, and uh, I don't get to hear you back. I don't get to see you. You don't get to come to church and sit in the chairs, and we're not being able to worship together. And so I want to worship with you so I can see you. And, and you know, you can say amen, you can raise your hands, and you can praise the Lord and worship with us, and I'm not sure if we're going to do it from my home or from the uh, the chapel, one or the other, wherever our technologies is best for us to do it from. That's where we're going to do it. But I, I just I just want you to know that I love you, that I care for you, that I believe in you, and I know a lot of people are broadcasting uh, on Facebook. It's it's full. I turn Facebook on and just there's a lot of preaching. But that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Even though we can't come together, there's ministers that can preach the gospel. People can get on there and, and do things with the gospel. You don't have to be a preacher to be on there. And so it's great. But I, I want to remind you because I, I get notes from people all the time saying, what's your Facebook broadcast? We we do much more than Facebook. And I was doing this long before Facebook gave us this. And Facebook and YouTube, we don't have to pay. But we do have to pay for Lightcast. We have to pay for all of the others that broadcast this to Facebook and to YouTube and to Fire TV and Android TV and Apple TV and Cross TV. So we have to pay. Matter of fact, they just went up $150. Uh, uh, we had to get uh, more minutes, buy more minutes, more time. So therefore, it cost us more money. And so I just want you to be a part, and I pray that God will open the windows of heaven and bless you abundantly. But, you know, if you want to tithe and you don't want to do it through the credit card, just send it by mail to uh, Experience Life Church or Don Clowers Ministries. They're both the same. To Post Office Box 3168 Capel, Texas, 31. Post Office Box 3168 Capel, Texas, zip code 75019. Or go to our website and click on Give and send it with your credit card. We, we would love to hear from you. Whether you give money or not, I want to hear from you. If, if you go to our website, that doesn't mean, and, and you want to be a part of Zoom, it doesn't mean you have to tithe or give to us to be a part. I mean, I'd appreciate it if you do, but, you know, we just want to be with you. I want to see you, and I want some of you to be able to talk to you during this church service. And it'll be Easter, and, you know, uh, I, I can never remember a time in my life, I can never remember a time in my life when I was not in church on Easter, unless I must have been traveling or something, but I don't recall. Now, never has churches ever been shut down like this around the world. So this is a time that we need to arise up, Turn our eyes on Jesus, encourage ourselves in the Lord and say we're coming through this. We're winners, we're overcomers, and we're, we're going to walk by faith and not by fear. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to get up and we're going to be overcomers 
by the blood of the Lord Jesus in the name of Jesus. Victory in Jesus. We have victory in Jesus. And what the Satan has meant for yours and my harm by this whole thing. Let's turn it around for good. Let's turn God turn this to good and cause people to pray more, cause our churches to be filled more, cause us to be able to receive more and our open hearts towards the Lord. Well, I think I've said enough for today. And I just pray that God will open the windows of heaven on you. And remember, if you want to be a part of the service where we're going to do the Zoom, go to our website, elglobal.church, and go to contact us, put in your name and your email, so we can send you the link. And all you'll have to do is click on that link, and Zoom will open up. And when Zoom opens up, it'll have another little place you just touch, join meeting. And when you join meeting, I'll be able to see you. Isn't that awesome? I'll be able to see you. Uh, and, And some, I said, I'll probably have you to say a few words of testimony if you want to. Well, I've enjoyed being with you today and, and the first part here with my family. Uh, I, I just hope that uh, you were blessed by our, our family, the way we live, and from our home. Well, God bless you, and I hope to see you next Sunday. God bless you.